0: Dear friend, thank you for joining us today. This is the New Life program coming to you from Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Stay tuned in order to catch the exciting segments and items that are about to come your way. I'm your host, friend and presenter Samuel Mangi. On today's double slot, we'll be having Pastor Stanton Utherspoon to talk about a prophet, a servant and an army. The health segment will be brought to us by Fred Bill Otienu and he will be talking about back pain. As usual, you have marvelous tunes to spiritually lift you up. Let us now listen to a song, "Mungo ni Msaada, by Crossroads Singers.
1: oni otini su iya no na yesu ni tosho ni kiri tojo ji go la yesu usini na neo you come
0: Like that song by Crossroads Singers, that has now give room to Fred Bill Tina with the Health segment. Stay tuned.
2: Do you know that you're privileged if you don't suffer from back pains? Ask anyone who has ever got one and you'll know how lucky you are. What causes back pains? Apart from an accident, most injuries occur when you suddenly react to an environment. The injury will also occur when you turn, stoop, twist or bend in an unguarded manner. When your back pain goes to six weeks, you are said to be having an acute back pain. And when it exceeds six weeks, you'll be said to be having chronic back pain and and you need to take great care to stop aches every now and then. The first step in making sure that your back is in good shape is to stay in good physical condition. You can achieve this by walking, swimming, and cycling. This will keep your muscles, ligaments, tendons, and joints strong and flexible. Now write the exercises I'm, I'm about to talk about and practice them later And you can try and carry them out as I tell you what to do. The first exercise is lie face down on the floor. Arms extended overhead and palm on the floor. From this position, simultaneously raise your right arm and left leg as high as you can. Hold for two seconds and then go back to the floor slowly. Repeat with the left arm and leg. Build until you complete 20 repetitions. That was the first exercise. Now the second one is, lie face down flat on the floor, leaving your arms at your sides. Slowly raise your chest off the floor as high as you can comfortably. Like the previous one, do around 20 repetitions until you can do them easily and comfortably. Don't go away. There's one more. The other one will be, stand with your feet Shoulder width apart. Lock your back straight and bend forward from your waist until your upper body parallels the floor. During this movement, let your head be up. Dear listener, you don't have to go to the gym to do these exercises. You can safely carry them out in your house. Apart from the exercises, other simple habitual measures can help. For example, sitting well, lifting things right, if you lift heavy load the wrong way, it can be a real back killer. Instead, leave the weight close to your body while bending your knees. Sleeping is another habitual measure that can really affect your back. Sleeping right will protect your back. Which position do you sleep in? The position is your back and side. Have a firm mattress that can support your weight and keep your spine straight. To avoid the risk of back pains, carry out the exercise we've just talked about, and take other general measures. By doing this, you'll have less or no back pains at all. On behalf of those who have prepared this program, I wish you all success as you strive to have a back painless life. God bless you. I've been your presenter, Fred Billy Otieno. (laughs)
0: Thank you so much for being with us. Remember to send us your views, comments, or questions about the program by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, PO Box 4276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is awnairobi at ek.adventist.org. I'll be back after this track, Viombe Vyote by Crossroad Singers.
1: I'm oh, a genie, and I see I'm not sure how as
0: stand on with us spoon we spiritual thirst as he's going to lead us during the Bible segment. Be blessed.
3: Hello and a very warm welcome again at the feet of Jesus. Today we are at the feet of Jesus to be inspired, and to be challenged. Our topic for today is great battles for the Bible, a prophet, his servants, and an army. We will look at Second Kings chapter 6, verse 17. Let us pray. Eternal Father in heaven, we thank you for yet another opportunity that we can gather together at your feet at this time to hear your word. We pray, Lord, that as your word has been spoken, May it be edifying and inspiring to our lives. That our lives will be transformed and renewed in you. We thank you. We love you. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Great Battles of the Bible. A prophet, his servant, and an army. In Second Kings chapter 6 verse 17, or the entire Second Kings chapter 6, there's a very interesting story there about Elisha and his servants, and an army. And this is how I want us to look at it from this perspective. Let's read for your hearing, Second Kings 6, verse 17. It says, Then Elisha prayed and said, Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of herds and chariots of fire surrounding Elisha. My dear friend, the king of Aram is making war against Israel, but there is one problem. Israel is always one step ahead of him. He suspects that he has a traitor in his camp who keeps leaking the secrets of the king to Israel. His servants reveal to him that there is no traitor in the camp. But there is a prophet in Israel who tells the king of Israel or what the king of Aram here says. Even in his bedroom, the king then is furious. He sends a mighty army to surround the city and capture the prophet Elisha. But what a meaning, if you think, or if the king believes, and if the situation as it portrays, that God is informing someone in Israel that makes Israel a step ahead of Aram, don't you think this same person will know the plans of Aram, how they are going to attack Israel? Definitely the servants of the prophets wakes up and when he sees the city is being surrounded by some great men by entire army of Aram he panics. So, the prophet of God Elisha knows already what's going to happen and whilst his servants are panicking he turns to God and asks God, Father please open the eyes of my servants so that they may see your handiwork as the text says when the Lord opened the eyes of the servants, what did he see? He behold, the mountain was full of hearses and chariots, fire surrounding Israel, surrounding the camp where Elisha was. Elisha prays to God and the eyes of this servant is open. Now, here's another point I want us to pause and, and see from another angle. You know, the reality that um, we do not see affects our natural world that we live in today. I want us to know this thing. There is a great spiritual battle happening in the heavenlies and God's mighty army is fighting for us. How many times are we like the prophets, servants? We worry and and allow anxiety and pain and panic to paralyze our lives because of what we see in a natural yet in a spiritual God has a mighty and a great army ready to fight for us. Elisha was confident because he had a revelation of what God was planning for them or what was going to happen. This war was already won through one man's prayer. He prays and God strikes the whole army with blindness and then Elisha leads all of them to Samaria. Then he prays again and God opens their eyes. The The enemy is now surrounded and the king wants to kill them. But Elisha tells him, To feed them instead. And to send them back on their way. And the king of Israel does so. Here is the picture, my dear friend. Day after day we leave our homes. We hit the roads. We hit the streets. Not knowing what is going on in the spiritual realm. What we see day after day. We panic, cry and we call on to God. Because we don't see actually what's going on behind us. What we just see is just in the reality. But this message or this passage in 2 Kings or this situation surrounding Elisha and his servants and king of Aram and this entire picture, I want us to see it from the angle that God has already won the battle for us. And day after day, as we step our foot outside, all we need to do is to walk in obedience with God, knowing that He's the ultimate finish of our faith, knowing that our helps come from Him above only from Him, knowing that whatever we cry or whatever we yearn for, whatever we we, we dream about, God has already set it aside for us. But we should take note that in the reality, as we go about, as we struggle day after day, the armies of God are fighting on our behalf. If only we give it up to Him. My dear friend, indeed, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God. For the pulling down of the strongholds. I say to you today my dear brother and my dear sister. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities and against powers and against rulers of the dark worlds. That's why Paul admonished us. To put on the, the whole ammo of God. So that we may be able to withstand the foes of the enemies. I say to you today. Don't you ever leave your home and hit the road without a prayer. Our prayer energizes the army of God to fight on our behalf. What we see in a reality is only just from the surface. There's more beyond. As we conclude, my dear brother and my dear sister, I will always remind you that this battle that we're fighting is not carnal. The battle has already been won and the battle belongs to God. May this be our prayer and our hope as we look up to Christ, the altar and finisher of our faith, from whence comes our help. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Thank you for making Adventist already a favorite station. It has been great and I hope through the mercies of God will join me next time. Don't forget send us your thoughts concerning this program. Send them to the producer, Adventist All Radio, PO Box 42276-00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Our email address is Nairobi at ekadadventist.org. I've been a host, friend and presenter, Samuel Mahangi. <laughs>
1: Jo mi kiri Jo Georgino Lord Jesus na vata